again more consistently this time than we have been lately so that's a good start <laughs> one week turnaround that's good yep um so what you been playing um lately still uh still red dead still destiny 2 um i've been playing a lot of stardew valley on my switch actually like just kind of um when i went down for a trip to fresno i just decided to bring my switch with me and on the drive back, I played Stardew almost the entire way uh, for a salt. That's like a solid five hour drive. And I just couldn't put it down. And now it's been my game that when I'm like sitting kind of watching TV or like watching a movie or, you know, waiting on whatever, or even when I'm like before I go to bed, I just play like a couple days of Stardew, which are like they'll take you about 10 minutes a day. So it's it's really easy to knock out like, OK, I'm going to go plant this crop and harvest this crop and go fish for about five minutes and then go talk to a couple villagers, give someone a gift and then, Oh, my energy is almost out. So I'm going to just go to bed and then that's it. It's a, (laughs) it's, it's a really, it's a really fun addictive game. And uh, I think a lot of people that are like mildly intrigued by it shouldn't be turned off thinking I'm going to like not enjoy that, like the pacing of it because it's really well done. It's just such a fun uh like little like nice little beautiful game to play um and then i've also been playing overwatch uh with you gotten back into it really enjoying it yeah it's been great and we'll get to that um how many how many days are in a a season or like a year in um stardew i don't know because i haven't finished the first season yet so i'm in spring uh which is what the game opens on to and i think there's 30 days in spring um, and I think it's amounted to here. I've got my switch right here with me. I can pull it up and see. I'm actually kind of curious. Um, but it's amounted to I've been in game for. Let's see here. I don't even know where to look at that. Um, looks like I've been in game for about uh, 10, 10 to 12 hours. And uh, that's not even the first month is done. But it's oh, like. Wow. It's. Um, it's not so much a time suck as it is like a, I play it here and there and it's just kind of added up over time, but right. it, it's a really fun game. Like I've really been enjoying it a lot. That's awesome. Um, I've been playing a lot. So we've been playing Overwatch, which we'll get to. And then I've been playing a lot of Spider-Man actually. I'm a new I PS4. Pre- I appreciate how reserved you are on not talking to me about it. <laughs> um, I've barely done any of three and I've already collected all of the backpacks in manhattan is the movement that fun yeah and like this is coming from a guy who just literally despises collectibles in games like no interest you know the games that um that ever tell you like there's collectible is like a tutorial yep i I get annoyed by those um i just collected 52 backpacks over the last couple weeks uh do and and this isn't a spoiler at all do the do the backpacks have anything connected to lore like when you pick them up do they have like a like a comic or do they have like something to do with like a character in the game or anything like that yeah they're amazing um so i'll collect every single one so for a backpack equals a backpack token which is one of the currencies to like unlock suits and gadgets oh yeah just like a a handful of different kinds of tokens um 
And then the other thing is every single backpack has like a knickknack. So it's like a piece of a villain suit, a piece of his broken suit, you know, uh, like a lease letter, um, like a birthday card, a sweatshirt, but they're all like tied to some story. And I'm sure referring back to Spider-Man more. Uh, yeah. That, so the difficulty I'm going to have going into this holiday, I'm probably going to ask my parents to just get it for me for Christmas. Just say like, look, I've held, um, I know that I've, I've been like playing around and around and around in my head. Like, what do I want you guys to get me for Christmas? I'm honestly just thinking like, I just want like little gift things. Um, like I, and, and I almost, I was in a, I was in a D and D store today. I picked up a, um, a couple figurines for two of my players um, nice. that they, they'd been playing with these really garbage ones that had nothing to do with their character. And I was getting frustrated by it. So I just bought them figurines. Um, nice. But while I was in there, they had these two card packs for, they're called monster cards. So it's for a DM to have just a card for the monster that they're. So they don't have to like, constant like if you do a random encounter you can just pull a card out and say and you're fighting one of these and then just put it down and have them fight something um which is like so cool and they're like all hand drawn really really cool and i was thinking about asking for that and then went no there's no way they're gonna have any idea what i'm talking about yeah Uh, but uh like i could totally ask him can you please get me the the brand new spider-man game for ps4 like that would be such a cool gift i would love that it would be it would be so great for me um but yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to someday being able to invest way too much of my time and energy into that game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so totally inspired by a video by Kotaku, um, where a couple of their writers, um, I think it's Paul Tamayo and Maddie Myers, were talking about... That's Maddie Now, Now I know. It's Maddie Myers. She's she's okay. great. Um, so she's like a real she's like Kotaku's like fighting expert, like fighting game expert, and especially like a really big Smash fan. So I know she's really excited about the new Smash. Oh, I I think it's next week, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Paul is um, pretty similar to me in that he's a little intimidated by fighting games oh, and not very experienced. Friday. Yeah. And I just, I found this, like, I just resonated with this topic because, like, I'm right. so excited about Smash Bros. But at the same time, like, I've never been anything but, like, a punching bag if I ever played Friends. <laughs> um, yep. I've, exactly. I've never really gotten into a fighting game. Um, I think back on the 360, when they were first doing games with gold towards the tail end of the 360, I got one of the Injustices for free. Right. Which was so cool, but also just like so hard. Like I just I don't I don't understand fighting games. Um so yeah. Um what do you think about that? About like the intimidation factor of like I don't want to get into a fighting game because I'm gonna get my butt kicked. Yeah. Um, well, so my response to that is in any sense, um fighting games you are learning a character's rhythms and everything like that, but there are a lot of consistent like underlying concepts that go into playing a fighting game that people who are really, really good at them are just going to know, like just kind of off offhand. Um, like they're going to know uh, like jab spacing. They're going to know uh, like the importance of frame rate. They're going to know like iframes, stuff like that. There's, there's a ton of jargon that fits across every sort of 
um, like competitive fighting game scene and just people who are really, really good at them. So like, I, I can understand the intimidation going into it and feeling like, man, I, I can't play this game cause I'm going to get my butt kicked and I don't want to, I don't want to invest in like some time in this when I'm never, ever going to compare. But the reality of it is that fighting games probably more than almost any other game, except probably like a, like a shooter are games that really, really well respond to just consistent practice and getting your ass kicked. Like, like, cause you, you eventually as both a player and just a person, you make mistakes and then you just automatically start rectifying those. Like you start figuring out, okay, I messed up right there. Um, what do I do about it? So while part of me says, I understand the, like the lack of interest in jumping into something when you're intimidated by it. If something interests you, if you like the idea of it, you think you could get into it, you could enjoy it. I think you should try it and don't stress sweat so much about how good you are and just understand even if you're not quote unquote good right now, you will get better. Like you will learn how to do it. It's the same. It's the same thing I told you about dark souls when I was trying to get you into that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's like you and dark souls is the exact same. Honestly, a lot of the same tenets as fighting games is you learn by screwing up and failing. Um, Which that's like, that's like the the whole point is you learn through practice and go like, okay, I messed up here. This is what I do better next time. Um, And that's just the, that's just the way games are. And I think that fighting games are so intimidating people because they're like a purist loop on that. It's like they, they take that underlying draw to video games and the whole theory behind it, where you keep playing and you keep getting better because you understand more about how the game works. So the game ramps up its difficulty and you have to learn how to play even better. Now fighting games are just like, you just have to learn how to get better because it's going to throw you into that loop nonstop until you figure it out. So, yeah. And you're absolutely right. And the funny thing is like, I, you know, I taught myself soccer through FIFA. My goodness, was that game complicated? And my goodness, is it deep in the machine? Yep. You, you do just like lose, lose, lose. Like I remember I, I, the I ever scored I scored on accident because I pressed the wrong button and tried to do like this pass through the air and just kicked it into the roof of the net every other time I I tried to get close like and shoot I just like kicked a field goal it was hilarious you just, you just screwed up right I just screwed up but I was like a foot away so I it worked <laughs> um yeah no, I, th- I think it's a good point and it's interesting because like they go they they mentioned Overwatch which is a game that um I'm pretty new to you're new to, and we've been just absolutely adoring. Right. Um, and, and even, and, and you know what I want to comment on here? We're adoring it despite the fact that we get our asses kicked. Absolutely. And yeah. You real, and you realize like when we play it, um, we play it and we understand like even last night and I, again, I'm going to apologize for getting super, super preachy and smug on you. And I'm like, okay, tell me what we're doing wrong here. Like <laughs> you were not, very, you're fine it's very much like that's, that's the way that you have to always look at games like this. that has such a competitive circuit to it. Yeah. Is you analysis. Have to ask yourself, I'm not just doing bad because I'm bad. I'm like it. it personal skill mat- matters almost less. I wouldn't say it matters less because overwatch is very much still a game of like being able to aim accurately. Um, just as much as fighting games are going to be a game of reflexes and understanding um, like when to do things and when not to do things. But like 
knowing what you're doing wrong and knowing when you're putting yourself in the wrong situations are the most important parts of any competitive game. Like, especially one that it's kill or be killed. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Like, think about when we play Destiny PvP even. Destiny PvP has a lot of the same sort of rhythm and responses that Overwatch does. Where in Overwatch, like, you you can remember how many times I yelled at people on our team or, and I'm sorry, at yeah. you. Like, get back, no, get back, shield, and then you would die. And it's not a matter of, like, your gun skill is probably fine and you probably could have killed a couple people. But your choice to go out and get in front and get shot just as much as my couple times where I chose to charge and not keep my shield up, that was a bad choice. And that bad choice was the problem. Not me having bad aim with my hammer. It was me saying, I'm going to rush this guy. And him going, great, that's exactly what I was trying to pull you to do. So... And I love, I love the, so I love the strategic aspect. I also love the mental aspect. Um, We've talked previously about our, our path through like terrible Starcraft or like League of Legends play and kind of bouncing off of that. But then like a lot of those tenants actually porting into Overwatch and like sticking to us. Yep. Um, I love, I love the like esports aspect of like the mentality. Um, one thing that I find so interesting is like the concept of tilt, which comes from poker mostly, but now heavily it's such established a gaming, in esports. Such a gaming concept. Right. And it's the whole thing is like your lizard brain can take over and you just yep. get on this like spiral of anger and fury, which causes you to play worse, which makes you more angry, which causes you to play worse, which I find so fascinating. That happens like to me. And that's why I sometimes have to just tell everybody I'm playing with, okay, I got to go. And then I just turn my Xbox off. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know when to quit. Um, The other thing that's like this fascinating technique um, is to literally just factually state to your, like in what just happened. Mm -hmm. And it feels like really stupid because you're just like stating the obvious, right? You're like, okay, I died. We just got team wiped. Uh, They're going to take the objective. But like literally the very fact of you, forcing yourself to approach it logically kind of removes you one step from your lizard brain and helps you reset and like refocus. And it's crazy how well it works. It feels like magic. It's crazy. Psychology, dude. Yeah. So that's a wild thing. stuff. So I guess, I guess for me, it's like you mentioned this loop is like what's in every game. Um, I totally agree with that. So, you know, this isn't the first time I've been standing at the bottom of a mountain, you know, where my ability yep. and skill need to grow. I guess for me, I'm a little worried this is going to be League of Legends or StarCraft again in that the physical talent uh, just isn't there. You know what I mean? Like we play other games. We don't play one game exclusively. And just like fighting games, I don't know. I don't know for sure, but like they appear to me to be very skill-based. Whereas like Overwatch, uh, we talked about, it's like, okay, you do need like shooter skills, but ultimately like most of it is mental. That's the foundation. But right. is that the same for of, Smash Bros? It's very surreal. Wait, you, are you asking if it's the same deal with Smash? Yeah. Uh, Smash has definite aspects of it where, like, I would say that Twitch response and, like, reflexes and everything, they don't have nearly as much bearing in Smash as you think they do. Um, a lot of it really kind of comes down to whether or not you understand your, t- your matchup and whether or not you are prepared to set up situations and uh, respond to different moves they do, knowing to push the offensive and stuff like that. 
it's a fighting game. It's there's a reason why Super Smash Brothers Melee has been like probably I I don't want to say the most popular and most like long lasting competitive fighting game that's ever been made because so pretty people, much like Street Fighter and um, you know Capcom versus Marvel and everything or Marvel versus Capcom. Sorry everybody, um, but those are all like it's the new version, it's the new iteration. Melee has been like the one that everybody's been playing for years. And there's a reason for that because Melee and all the other Smash games are built on this underlying principle of these are the mechanics, this is how they work, and that's it. Yeah. And Maddie, in the in that video by Kotaku, which like check out their YouTube channel, it's great. Um, she was talking about how like Smash Bros is actually there's more similarities between the characters compared to other fighting games. Where in like other fighting games, they have completely oh, completely different move sets, completely philosophy yep smash bros at least everybody has like comparable move sets they have their version of each of those but yep. every single one of those they have the same moves to the same buttons so i guess like, I'm, I'm really excited on every on every smash character you know if you push hard a any in any direction you will do a smash attack um, yep. You know, if you push up B, that's your recovery. If you do down B, that's going to be like a um, like a downward sm- like a power attack. Left or right are probably going to be something that sends you flying across. You know, like that's and then a, your standard B is going to be your character's you know Nintendo power, like whatever they put it on. Um, and knowing that makes Smash, I in my opinion, one of the most um, texturally impressive yet approachable fighting games on the market it's very approachable that's that's good to hear and i'm like excited that it has a huge roster um and whatever the heck this spirits mode is for the single player spirits looks so fun i'm so ready for it because honestly that's probably what i'm gonna play like i don't i don't really want to dedicate a lot of time to online and i'm not worried about that um you you and i are gonna play some by the way because You're, uh, I, I'm gonna learn you. You're gonna learn. I'm excited, dude. I love, I really do love learning games. Like, I love learning the strategy. Mm-hmm. I love learning the meta. I love learning the differences between like each of the play styles. So, I really am excited. Hacking and Smash is like absolutely one of the most fun fighting games. Like, once you get the rhythm down and once you pull something off, it for me has like a satisfaction that other fighting games haven't ever like hit. I think the only one that comes remotely close to getting that for me was um, Soul Calibur. Back like Soul Calibur 3, I got super into that game. But Smash, like for some reason, it just, it feels so good. It's so good. It's that, so, it's that perfect Nintendo touch, right? It's that yep. finish. Finish and polish. Yep. It's like the fact that they they just understand how to like completely like hit everybody and be like yeah that was cool and that's like the whole thing for Smash and now so, it's like seventy characters or something I think we're at seventy four which is unreal like I cannot believe it this really is the ultimate version which just like this is the ultimate version of an ultimate version of a video game exactly which like the ultimate version of an ultimate game. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. Cannot wait. I completely spaced and forgot that it's coming out next week. So I guess I need to, I need to invest in that. I gotta, <laughs> gotta, well, well, no rush because I'm not getting it ASAP. Um, so we can we can get to it later. We'll we'll do some Overwatch for now. Um, oh yeah, I'm fine. 
Overwatch for the time being. Overwatch has been so good. I'm so freaking impressed with that game. Isn't it polished? It's so well done. It it just it served it speaks so much to like the Blizzard polish, which by the way, I'm also consistently like looking at Diablo three for my Switch and going, God, I want it. Don't I want to do it. <laughs> I know, but here, so again, I'm coming to the point where when I play video games, I'm playing games that like just for me are a way for me to just kind of unwind, have fun and enjoy myself. And nothing has ever come as close to just being like a God, this is just so cathartic to do this for an hour as Diablo three. Like, and I, and I, I know that you didn't get into it, but I again, guarantee that probably the reason why you didn't is because you didn't have somebody to teach you the way that the game worked. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I know this is off script, but that article by Jason Shire that you sent me about yeah. Blizzard and Diablo was, was so illuminating. You know, it was fascinating. Like, I loved that. I read. I was in the middle of like grading papers, and I that article popped up like on my um, on my newsfeed when he published it, and I stopped what I was doing, went to read it because I went, "Oh God, this is going to be so good." I think I think I need to get his book. Me too. I've been thinking I, about it. I really think I've been, I really kind of want to read that book, but, um, there is a, uh, um, I'm pretty positive. I have it digitally on my Xbox and I think you might have it too. Uh, it's possible. Isn't it funny though? Like, I mean, games as a service has been around for a while, especially with like sports games like FIFA, but like really, really, I would argue just off the top of my head, Diablo three was probably like the first really big game as a service that wasn't World of Warcraft or an MMO. Right, I, was MMO. Say, I was literally going to say, if you're not counting WoW, then yeah, probably. Because previously, like, it was just an MMO genre, right? Right. Now, game as a service can be any number of things. It can be Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It can be Monster Hunter. Um, it could be Diablo. And how funny is it that Activision and Blizzard chalked that up as a huge loss and literally canceled the second expansion and who knows how many more. But like how many developers right now who are, you know, bungee with Destiny. Um, I think and I would be soft with the division. I think, goes, I think it goes deeper than that, dude. Who owns who Oh, it's owns Activision. It? Yep. I guarantee you that the problems that they saw in Diablo 3's release, because Diablo 3 was a game I bought on on release. Because Diablo 2 was such a huge deal when I was a kid. Like, I played that game for hours with my cousin. Um, like, we would just sit there and play it, like, late in the night. Uh, and when Diablo 3 came out, I was pumped. And then I bought it and played it and realized, and went, this game kind of sucks. Like, I'm not getting any legendary drops. I feel like I'm not having fun playing. My character isn't getting stronger. I'm, like, not enjoying myself at all. And so I stopped playing. And then they came back, revised it with Reaper of Souls and updated it, and it got really, really good, and then they just stopped doing it. And then, very soon after, Destiny came out. Well, and how hilarious, like, how many publishers right now, like, we have Anthem, Destiny, uh, Division, you know, Monster Hunter, Odyssey, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all competing for everyone's time. Who right. would just kill to be in the position of releasing uh you know like 30 dollar expansion for diablo oh god they would literally just kill like knowing knowing that something like that would just immediately net millions of dollars just instant like i i I just it's it showed how archaic the thinking was 
they had salvaged it, but because it had started poorly, they considered it a failure, which right. is so last gen, if I'm honest. Like, it's just it's, so silly. It's very, uh, it's very Activision to do. It's very EA to do. <laughs> they do, because they're businesses. Like, a product, if it does not net immediate sales, like on release, and requires extra time to figure it out and polish it, it's a failure. Like that's just, that's just the way that business works. They're, they're just going, well, we sunk all that money in it. That was a waste of time. We didn't make any money off of that. Boo. And that's it. Well, um, the, but like, I guarantee you they made money. They just didn't make like as much money as they thought. And they thought it wasn't salvageable, which is hilarious to me. Cause like, what is the cost of, of the next wizard project? Hundreds of millions of dollars, probably. Very true. And, and four plus years or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I have, I have really strong, this is a topic for another time, but I have really strong thoughts about business and video games because like, right. I genuinely do not think business is evil. I think like bad business is bad. You know, the, what's a game that I'm playing? Into the Breach, what's the, what's the game that you're playing? Stardew. Um, even like within the Activision network, like Overwatch, if you treat people well um, and treat them fairly and deliver a good product, you can make money for a very long time. If you try to squeeze money out of something immediately, uh, that's going to be a very finite resource. Right. So, topic for another uh, time, though. Definitely a topic for another time. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap. Try to be back in another week. I agree, man. Sounds good to me. All right. Peace. Later. Peace.